So, hello, my name is Sam Smith. I'm going to be talking about the career a person can have if they're interested in video games. So, uh, one of the ways is a person could want to be involved in the creation of video games. And there are many forms this could take. You could be a graphic designer, you could be a game developer, you could be a manager, or you could even help promote and market the game for the game company you're working for. Uh, the thing I'm going to talk about is becoming a game developer and programming games. So, to become a game developer, you first must know about programming and how a computer works, how that and how running a video game will affect a computer, and things like that. And what video game companies look for in a person is, of course, the knowledge of programming and their own portfolio. What just means is that school or like a degree in computer science is usually not good enough for a video game company to be able to work on a video game, and a potential video game developer must learn at home by themselves or put an extra time away from school to learn how to code and learn more about the specifics of making a video game. And so a, a video game developer or a potential one at this point will spend all this time, learn a lot of knowledge and get ready to apply in the field and make video games. But when they finally get in the field, it is already flooded because video games are such a uh, po popular thing nowadays with young people and even and along with that computer science and programming is popular with young people so what these future video game developers will have is a flood market and hard to find jobs and what this leads to is what I've talked about in one of my persuasive speech is that there are terrible con there are terrible conditions for video game workers and there's a lot of overtime work and a lot of underpay and a lot of bad things that are happening in the industry that actual average work span for video game developers is about five years. And what's bad about this five years is what will happen is that a video game company will, will hire you, they'll teach you to work on a video game, get the video game they want, and they'll fire you when that video game is released. But what makes it so detrimental for a lot of video game developers is that certain video games have ways that they have to be created. It's called a video game engine. It's essentially what a video game is built on. So if a person gets hired to a company and gets so used to a certain video game engine they and they get fired and transferred to another video game, it can be hard for them to learn an engine in such a short amount of time. So it's essentially hard. Uh, moving on, I want to talk about esports and essentially a person playing video games in competitive settings to earn money. Esports over time has grown. It is now about nine, worth about $900 million as a business. And tournaments are growing even more and more lucrative for whoever wins them. Uh, for example, as you may know, the Fortnite player Buga, a 16-year-old kid, won $3 million in playing in a Fortnite tournament and winning. And even more so, colleges are offering scholarships for esports players. Uh, one of the main ones I know is UC Irvine. And video game organizations are even growing larger and larger thanks to this. So, how does a person get into playing video games competitively? It usually starts out with a love for your video game and investing skill in it. So they pick, a person will pick a game they want to play and they'll invest more and more time time to it. But being an eSport player, they actually have to think about the, the video games they play. Because games have a chance of popularity dying or going down over time. And as you can see, that happened with uh, PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds. While not... Uh, a dead game by all means it is actually having less and less players and it is less in popularity than when it first came out 
and a lot of the esports players are trans uh, transferring to other games. But what's hard about this is that if a game you play and have spent hours and got really good at goes down to popularity, skills in one game do not necessarily translate to skills in others. And so you, a person, an esports player has to think about the popularity of the game they want to play in. Moving on, so you pick a game and they play it. It could actually be very hard to get noticed as an esports player and get recognized for a skill and get into these tournaments because there are so many people playing the game. If, to get noticed, they usually have to climb up in the ranks. Video game, video games usually have leaderboards with players where they play ranked. In, play ranked, and so if you want to get noticed by people, you'll have to play a lot and sometimes sacrifice time of other things just to get noticed and be able to play in these tournaments. So, how much are these players playing? So, the average esport player plays about from 6 to even 16 hours a day playing a single video game. Why is this happening? It's because video games are unlike traditional sports. Games are constantly changing. Uh, for, it could be from a weekly to bi-weekly to even a monthly basis. Games are getting updated and the way they run is different. So players must adapt to these changes. And that can actually be detrimental because a player could get so used to how a game runs and that when it changes, they can lose their skill. And that currently there is no uh, current average lifespan of an esports player because it is such a new field. But people are predicting that it's actually short because rather than real sports, they have to play it so much to keep up that burnout is a very possible thing. Uh, people join the game, uh, join the esports scene because they, uh, they're in love with the game, but that love turns into a job and that playing the game so long can include burnout. So esports player, they have to play the games for long, long periods of time and then they have to keep up with that skill for even longer periods of times, even though the game's changing and they have to find a way to not burn out and keep interested in the game. Overall, if they can get through this, esports are only growing. The average salary for an esports player is about $60,000, and if they do better and better, that's even growing. So I'd say esports right now, it's a hard industry to get into, but if you could find yourself loving the game, it is a worthwhile and growing industry. Thank you.